Let me get my notes. I am that bitch. <laughs> I love this for her. I know. I keep making the same joke over and over, but that is really the basis of our podcast, so I'm not going to worry about it. No. Hello and welcome back to the Fick List, everybody. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's been so long. I'm so sorry. I was caught up reading my notes and, <laughs> and you just sprung it on me. I was like, oh shit. Woo! I noticed that you weren't paying attention and decided that I was going to be a little asshole about it. <laughs> you rude asshole. I know. I love that. <laughs> you love me. Yeah. This is the basis of our friendship. <laughs> it's being little rude ass gremlins to each other and being like, I love it's it. cool. <laughs> it's our love language. It is our love language. <laughs> Hello, Alan. Welcome back. I feel like it's been so long since last we recorded. <laughs> oh, man. It's it really... It's, it feels like eons ago. It's been at least a minute. <laughs> it's been at least one bathroom trip. <laughs> yes. All right. For those who are following along at home, while this episode, I guarantee you, is posted like weeks later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. The past episode, the last episode was recorded quite literally moments ago. So we're just going to like, this is a double header. <laughs> we're back yeah. to our old shit. And so if it gets unhinged, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, it's true we've been going at this for a while now yeah it's also 9 15 p.m on a wednesday so <laughs> wednesday september 14th 2022 in case anyone is curious yeah so we'll see how long it takes us to actually get this out and posted it'll be hilarious yeah. leave a review telling us when this posted yeah comment let us know this, <laughs> the, the editing process of this podcast is not easy <laughs> just, no. so, just so you know um anyway welcome back <laughs> welcome back we're here with another episode of the Fick List for you, and that episode is dun, da da da. Fix it, Fick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y'all. I feel like I really am just. I'm in my winning era. I don't think that's a thing, but I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my villain era because it's not villainy. I'm just. I'm so happy with these two tags. <laughs> oh, amazing! I was yeah. gonna say it's really fascinating how the last tag I felt was so specific. Like it's specific yeah. to this like trope, and mm-hmm. fix it is just like kind of any loose definition for what you yeah. just what you think needs to be fixed. Fully, I love that. <laughs> Me too. I, I yeah. love it's like the duality of man. <laughs> the duality of fic. Yeah. Well, also, to a degree, this is not always true because some people do just really revel in the canon and that's like what they're here to do, you know, mm-hmm, fanfic wise. Mm-hmm. A lot of fic, even if it's untagged, is fix it fic because there's something mm-hmm. happening in fanfic that you're like, I want to do this better. Quoth, yeah. Icarus Pendragon, aka Burke. Canon sucks. My ideas are better. <laughs> I want that oh, on a t-shirt. The people. immortal words. <laughs> yeah. It was like one of the best ways of putting it. And like, so fix it is exciting because it could be, it could be anything. It could be any yeah. fic and it can go any way you want it to go. And it's super fun. So yeah, I'm really, I think this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> I agree. Yep. Let's see. Do you have much experience with fix that are trying to fix something, Aaron? Ooh, uh, Alan. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, 
for those of you who've listened to our Fan Expo Boston ficlet episode, go back to my <laughs> OTPs inevitably are all fix-it OTPs every time because I have this propensity for just absolutely falling in love with doomed characters. And mm-hmm. part of that is because I am queer. <laughs> <laughs> and queer characters are inevitably doomed. Like, that's just, like, how popular media is. Ooh. And I think part of that, like, that's just, like, a hard truth that we're all going to have to sit with. Yep. But, and I think another part of it is that they are often more interesting to play with. Because mm-hmm. you have room to extrapolate on subtext. You have like different interpretations can all be well and good because there's no canon (laughs) or like you know or like something happened in canon it's like well i don't what if this didn't happen like what if quentin lived you know like Mm -hmm. this is a much more interesting story to me than what the writers put out so death of the author (laughs) i'm the author now try me bitch like yeah so i yeah i i read a lot of fixific which is why i suggested this one (laughs) (laughs) what about you alan (laughs) i have to say i don't when you first suggested it i'm if you remember my first question to you was is that a tag i can serve (laughs) (laughs) that was your question because to me, fix it, fic. I was like, isn't all fic essentially fix it, fic? But then you 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 gave me the spiel that you just did, which I was like, okay, yeah, no. There's there's different ways in which fic manifests itself, and I think mm-hmm. that fix it is one that I I don't necessarily think I've had a lot of experience with. Mm-hmm. I think that I in an, in a sense I do like my a lot of my OTPs like Naruto Sasuke, you know, Harry and Draco, you know, are not together in canon, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, <laughs> If you're not a coward. (laughs) (laughs) But I still put them together. So in my head, I'm like, well, that kind of counts. Like, that's a fix it kind of a fix. But I I don't, I can't think of many fix I've read in the past that are like specifically like, oh, I'm going to take this thing this event that happened in fic and i'm gonna write like oh what if it didn't or what if it happened differently i Mm -hmm. I don't i haven't had much experience with those kind of fix so i was excited Mm. to dive in fun that's a lot of my fan fiction history (laughs) we know this though we know that you we know that you love um you love the potential for things i do i love potential anyway that's fun (laughs) (laughs) did you enjoy trying to find a fix it fic was that something that was like was it hard you know <laughs> this is a really funny story <laughs> <laughs> i was several weeks behind in sending you something a shock of shock to no one i remember yeah <laughs> the north remembers <laughs> rude it's fine. i love you very much <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was just during that period in which I, I my, my brains were mashed potatoes. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. And so when it came time and I was like, I need to find a fic to send to Aaron. I was like, okay, let me go through fandoms I'm currently like obsessing over. And I was like, oh, I really want to talk about this one in particular. Mm. Let's see if I can find anything for this fandom in the, like, the fix it tag. And there mm-hmm. was two. There were <gasps> two singular fix. And one of them happened to be like, exactly what i was looking for i was like great thank you (laughs) i think from the time i like sat down to search and by the end when it was on the google sheet for you i think the time that elapsed must have been like 45 minutes to an hour it was the quickest i've ever settled on something i was like yeah perfect done woo 
That never happens for you. No, I was, oh my God, the relief I felt. It was great. Yeah. What about you? I had so many to choose from. (laughs) (laughs) I had a whole litany of options. And like, in my case, I also went fandom first because I am currently deep in the feels with Mm -hmm, Steve mm -hmm. Harrington and Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. (gasps) Spoilies. Who is surprised? And so obviously there's a ton of fix it fic to choose from there. And I knew what I wanted right away. So I, yeah, that was like, there was no difficulty. Oh, so there wasn't even like a trying to choose between like two or three you really liked. You were just like, this is the one. Yeah, no, I had one in mind from the jump it's kind of nice. why i picked it's part of the reason i suggested this tag um, was oh. that I was like, i'm sitting on at least one that i know so nice uh, yeah it was straight up but i am thrilled with the fic that you sent me because it is a fandom that i'm also really excited about but i haven't seen the show oh. yet so oh i really want to watch it i really want to get into it and it's like actually on my list everybody always says you know it's on my list or whatever mm-hmm. this is like yeah, yeah. well and truly on my list it's on the real list yeah can we talk about it because it's like really good (laughs) yeah right now yeah yeah great so then so then you should start right because you're we're talking about what i sent to you yeah if you don't mind no (laughs) not at all please i just i just finished this like maybe half an hour before we started recording which is also (laughs) why i'm like i need to get this out now because (laughs) oh (laughs) understood i'll forget (laughs) and i'm gonna have a mental breakdown about study at the end of this anyway so you know it's best to just like looking forward to it yeah So the fix-it fic you sent me is dun, 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 A League of Our Own, the TV show. Yes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Ooh, I Aaron, know. Oh, Alan. I, I watched the movie recently because mm-hmm. I knew that the show was coming, and I was like, okay, I need mm-hmm. to rewatch this. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I've been strangely into baseball because my best friend has been really into baseball this season. And so I've been yep. just by second degree, just like getting some of that love for it, too. Yep. So I rewatched the movie and I was like, oh, that's really good. I was like, I was surprised at how well it held up, I thought. Um, uh-huh. I, I had a good time. And then I was like, OK, time to uh, when the show came out, I was like, oh, OK, I need to get to it at some point. It was like, again, it was on my real list, but mm-hmm. I have trouble with TV. We yeah and then I, I sat down like I needed to watch something to like I needed something on the background or something and I was like okay let's put on episode one and we'll just watch that uh and this was like during the work day like I needed it on the background for, while I was working so it must have been like noon one one thirty mm-hmm. noon there thereabouts uh, I put the first episode on and then somehow nine hours had passed I'd binged the entire <laughs> thing in one fucking sitting and then and I, I woke up <laughs> yeah and I looked around and I was like what happened yeah I was so taken by this series oh my god <sighs> oh my I god I cannot wait for you to watch it and tell me all of your reactions I can't wait so I am a huge fan of the movie the movie Aww. is important to me emotionally it mm. is it's like one of those movies that I saw really young and like it's always stuck with me. It is like something that we would watch at like women's college and like it's something I just showed my best friend this movie for the first time and like Aww. yeah, it's like very meaningful and like one of the frustrations that I've always had with the movie is that it really was like forced to gloss over some of the deeper issues of the time. Mm-hmm. And it it is an incredible movie and it has its place in certainly feminist film. Mm-hmm. like uh you know popular media because it was a popular film it's not like an art film so like it has its place amongst the feminist canon but like it had some deep flaws because of the way like course. the time in which it came out like they did not talk about the intersection of race with 
regards to the American leagues and all the stuff, they did mm-hmm. not deal with queerness. And mm-hmm. so to see this show like actively, I know that they get they get into it. I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not gonna do well when I watch this show. <laughs> oh man, Aaron. Oh, I didn't realize you were such a big fan of the movie. Oh I my god. I have. I just purchased some Rockford Peaches patches. <gasps> Because one of my goals for next year for con season is to have a full oh league of our own cosplay yes. outfit. And it's gonna, it's been a thing that I've been dancing around for years. Caitlin will tell you I, I wanted oh. to do it for Philly 2019 and didn't do it. So I want to make a vintage, like a, a screen accurate of the movie uh, outfit. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. I'm so obsessed with their look. Oh, it's going to be so cute. It's nuts. Well, and I have been doing roller sets for so long. Like, my hair, mm. I can do my hair in rollers, and I've been doing vintage hair for a long time. That, like, it would just be so great. Like, it would be one of those yeah. things that, like, I could totally pull off. So, Absolutely. anyway, all that said, I'm totally fine if you spoil plot points for me for this, because okay. I think most of it has already been spoiled for me via Tumblr gifts. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine it just is what it is but yeah. i'm happy to talk about it because it's important to talk Great. about the fic so this fic um all that said i haven't seen the show so i have no idea who these characters are because <laughs> they're not from the movie i was just along for the ride again but it's uh greta gill and carson shaw fem slash and it is uh canon divergence fix it fix and the summary oh the title is you're on the mend babe by no better love the summary is, what if the bar raid in episode six never happened? Read to find out what might have taken place if that night stayed blissful and perfect for Carson and Greta. Or a happy take on a fix-it. I love that. Yep. It's really good. It's also very accurate to the that I read. <laughs> it's quite literally what I just read. And now, yeah. to my notes. Da-da-da-da. Let's do it. So the fix starts with Greta and Joe talking about things. There's some history there that I fully don't understand, um, but <laughs> like whatever, I don't. I didn't need to delve too deeply into it. Basically, the gist of it is that Joe is much more pessimistic, uh, while Greta is clearly has some like vague optimism regarding herself and her like sort of budding relationship with Carson. Were Greta and Joe together? Like, was that what it was? No. So Joe and Greta are like really their best friends. They're like mm-hmm. found family, like almost sisters, basically, and mm. they've been kind of following each other around different cities um, never really staying in one place too long so it never looks like mm. suspicious kind of a thing um, and so now they're in the league together and that's kind of the impetus where they find each other now got it well they're basically having like an establishing conversation like that's mm-hmm. just really the point of that opening sort of scene it's very much an introduction on Greta um, as she is one coming to terms with being in love with Carson or at least having feelings for Carson and two navigating being queer and potentially entering into a queer relationship and what that will entail in the time that they are in. Um, so that's kind of the conversation that they are dancing around. Point two, there is baseball. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Baseball stuff happens. I, I'm the not baseball, a sports ball They child. do the baseball. <laughs> yeah, they do the baseball. They win the points. They're doing fine, I guess. I don't know. What's more important is that Greta and Carson have a conversation after some baseball stuff have happened about Dana, who was Greta's former girlfriend from when they, she was much younger. They had gotten caught together and Dana was, quote, sent away. And this is a particularly sobering conversation for the two of them. It's kind of them having their first real conversation about like what 
a queer relationship would look like for them and how they'd have right. to be very careful and like Carson no- is picking up what she's saying by sent away like she does not have to tell the full story for Carson to understand that like there's a risk here and that's why Greta is very hesitant yeah because thus far in the in the narrative just for some context like they've been yes. hooking up they've been messing around yeah but Carson is starting to want more and Greta's like ooh, because yeah. of this that's helpful context because the fic does not tell you that they're screwing around. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was to be understood from the show. Totally valid. This is fanfic. Yeah. That's the point. But without that fan, the show context, you don't, I didn't know that. So that makes some sense. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're getting a little bit more serious. And as this is happening, the team starts to win. Yay. This Yay. is good because <laughs> players were going to start getting traded, but then they don't. I assume mm-hmm. this is a show plot. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> Great. sure is. Perfect. So as they start to sort of turn around, they don't get traded off. Greta keeps turning Carson down to go on dates to things, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Carson keeps wanting to, like, take the next step and make things more serious. But Greta is afraid of being caught. She finally, after a while, like, says yes to a date. They go and get pizza and they talk about the future. And it's very cute. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I wrote. Mm-hmm. The team wins enough games to then approach the playoffs. There's more sports that happen <laughs> while all these relationship things are going on. And to celebrate, but also to like have a date, Carson kind of talks Greta or Greta agrees to go to a gay bar with Greta. Nope, Carson. <laughs> this is also apparently a show thing. This is yep. where the divergence happens, I think, because in the show, this does not go well. Yeah. In this case, it goes great. They have a lovely time. They like Carson makes some like promises about the future. She's like, I want to stay with you. And Greta doesn't really believe them. She's like you're married (laughs) like i'm not gonna get my heart set on this girl who's married but like these are nice sentiments like she's enjoying Mm -hmm. her night point 8a they go and have very sweet sex in the car after (laughs) they like take a little bit of a risk and they go have like some delightful sex yeah and then the next day carson's husband shows up unexpectedly at the house that the team lives in and she basically sends him packing she's like no Mm -hmm. i'm not here for your heterosexual bullshit she doesn't say that but that's basically the energy (laughs) and then in Point 10, it's the end of the season. Greta and Carson are together. They're going off into the sunset. It's great because Carson wasn't kidding. Like, she was serious. And she was like, <laughs> I see a future with you. And they have this, like, very sweet sort of, like, send-off scene of, like, it's the end of the season. They're going to go and, like, they might go to California because they might be able to be a little bit safer there. But, like, Greta's like, you know, Carson's never had to live out of a suitcase before, but it's something they're going to navigate together. And, like, it's just mm-hmm. very sweet. So that was a very sort of, like, plot like point by point summary of this fic but i think it's important to know that it's very it's very impressionistic and it's very in greta's head yeah so actually similar to the adventure zone fic from the previous episode it's very much a character study on greta and her Mm -hmm. navigating this relationship as it shifts so it's a lot more flowery it's a lot more introspective than the plot summary that i just sort of like hashed out would have you believe but it's great (laughs) (laughs) that was a great summary though great point by point this is why i take notes now (laughs) i love this i love this for us yeah because without those notes i'd be a mess um (laughs) things i loved about it all of the queerness (laughs) yes i loved the complexity of the queer relationship i loved the complexity of the relationships between the characters i loved the writing of it it was really well written i don't understand sports but i felt like i was fine <laughs> and yeah it just was a really good it's pretty short it's like how it's i think like eight thousand something words yeah thereabouts 
yeah so it's almost nine thousand words and it goes it's a pretty quick read so Mm -hmm. it's one of those things like i think if you really like the show and are like really interested in exploring what could have happened if what happened in the show didn't happen then this is the fic for you my friends and i look forward to rereading this when i've seen the show and actually have context for it yes uh i yeah i am fully fully obsessed with this show i thought Mm -hmm. it was just god it was by turns really hilarious and then really heartbreaking and like just so real it was it was great i really really enjoyed it and part of what i really enjoyed of this fic i thought that it took so much from canon like basically all of the setup all of the stuff with the playoffs and up until they get to the up until they get to that bar Mm-hmm. And so, you know, spoilers, although they say it on the on the summary um, in the show, they're in the bar and they're having like a nice moment of a nice evening. out, And then there's a, a raid by the police mm-hmm. in which Carson and Greta have to run away. Joey, who was in the bar with them, uh, is not so lucky, gets caught by the police, gets beat up. And then mm-hmm. um, there's this whole like moment afterwards where Greta is just like immediately like, I'm so sorry, this is my fault. So it was a really like powerful episode and to a fan effect that like talks about like what, well, what if that had not happened on that particular night was so fucking mm-hmm. gratifying in every mm. fucking way. I also really loved that this was a character study basically of Greta because on, mm-hmm. in the show, I feel like a lot of the times I didn't always understand why Greta was doing things. Like mm. you kind of get this overarching like motivation for her with the story of Dana and how she, you know, she's afraid to let anyone close as if she lives her life kind of like that, like never letting herself get close or like fall in love or be in a relationship with another woman. She sleeps around. And then as soon as it feels like it's, she's like getting strings, she bounces out of town and that's the way she lives her life Mm -hmm. and so i thought that getting to i thought that the author did a really good job of marrying um all of the canon because i think nearly all of the dialogue especially in the first like two-thirds of this fic are from is from the show Mm -hmm. like specifically pulled from the show and to have woven like even more character around that to have like um bridged gaps with greta and how she interacts with Carson and how she sees their relationship and this like trepidation that she feels like she very clearly has feelings for Carson, but is just so afraid of like expressing that because of the time they're in and the, you know, all of these different things. Um, And that's not something that I think fully comes across in the show. I might be wrong. I did Mm. binge this. So, (laughs) you know, I think that (laughs) I, you always lose something. I think when you're like just going through a marathon of a thing, but I felt like, in the show, like you could tell all of that on a very like surface level, but it's also an ensemble show, so there's so many like characters you're kind mm-hmm. of parsing through. So it was lovely to get uh, a fic that really like delves into the site, like her psyche and like what she was thinking, and to have done it so well and marrying it to the to the canon. Ugh, I I adored it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is. It, I gotta watch this show. <laughs> you need to watch the show so bad. Yeah, I really everyone do. should watch the show. Yeah, it seems it great. It yeah. seems bubbly. It's also um, 
Carson, the actress who plays Carson, Abby Jacobson, um, mm-hmm. was a was a star and slash co writer of Broad City, yep, which I adore. I mm-hmm. love Broad City. And then when I came and I started watching A League of Their Own, I'm like, okay, I have to make make peace with the fact that it's not going to be like the same type of humor. And then it totally was. <laughs> Somehow, like Abby <laughs> Jacobson's like humor is so like contemporary, but also fits in this really. It's a strange dichotomy. I. Yeah. I hope someone else can tell me if if maybe I'm wrong, but I was like so charmed by the by the humor. It was so funny. That's awesome. I was not expecting yeah. that. I love that. Darcy Carden is Greta, right? Yep. I love. She love does an amazing job, and inc- yeah. everyone does. That show mm-hmm. is so well cast. It's incredible. Yeah. That is definitely one of the things that I've been seeing floating around. Is just like the strength of that cast is what like partially like what makes the show really special is that like they it's just heavy hitter after heavy hitter and they all Mm -hmm. like very clearly understood the assignment and took it really seriously which i think when you're like i hate to say it but when you're making something queer you have to understand the assignment and you better step up because there just isn't enough out there on the main stage there's like tons of indie queer stuff that is incredible and like deserves its due but when you're talking about a platform like amazon like or you know netflix with heartstopper like you Mm -hmm. do like for better or worse there's much less out there that is explicitly queer so you end up being somewhat representative of the community and so when you have actors regardless of their personal backgrounds like taking it seriously and giving it their all and putting all of it in there like that is so important and it shows when you take it seriously and it's not just sort of like a clickbaity like we're doing this to like appease a demographic or whatever like when you're telling trying to be thoughtful with it that yeah. comes through and is successful yeah i cannot recommend the show to anyone anymore like i, I recommend yeah. it so highly it's one of my favorite that, that favorites that i've seen this year it's so good Amazing. well yeah. it's on my list <laughs> <laughs> so what would you rate this fic aaron solid i i want to i'll give it a four nice we'll yeah take it. and yeah like because i think again i think it'll probably mean more when i have the context behind it and more of the context was necessary for this fic than others that i've read that were not like that were that i wasn't familiar with so i had a hard time with that i don't like but it was still great so yeah yeah four four. (laughs) an aaron four are you kidding (laughs) that's i've been the really nice one this year (laughs) in in a stunning part of events you have been yeah yeah I don't know. Burke showed up once and now I'm a nice person. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, yeah. She's always this nice. I'm <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you're full of shit. <laughs> you <Yeah>. teacher's pet. <laughs> you got a little brown on your nose there. Ooh, gross. Oh, yep. Burke. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Ooh, um, moving right along. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'd give it a 4.3, personally. Okay. But that's because I, I had the context. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes total sense. Nice. Can, can we talk about study now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I get to talk first. You do. You do. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. So moving on to the fic that I, I was assigned this, uh, <laughs> this episode. Mm-hmm. It's called, Besides All the Glamour, open parentheses, All We Got Was Bruised, close parentheses. It's on Archive of Our Own, and it's written by House Hinka, underscore love it's definitely a green day reference because it's hoshinka <laughs> great it's a song it's a song <laughs> ha- hoshinka hoshinka 
Sashinka underscore yeah. love. Yeah. There's Great. a song by Green Day. Sashinka is a girl with a peculiar name. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Anyway. <laughs> the summary reads, He knew through rumors and jokes and the literal handcuffs hanging on his wall that Eddie liked things rough. Probably liked his partners rough and strong and durable in a way Steve hadn't been since the first time he swung a baseball bat full of rusty nails at a monster from an alternate dimension. Since Jonathan and Billy and several unnamed Russian officers have each taken a turn at making mincemeat of his face. Since chipped teeth and concussions and broken bone after broken bone. For all his bravado, for all the time he spent chasing down demons and play-acting a hero, he knew the second Eddie laid his hands on him, he would crumble. And he just couldn't live with the shame of having his chance and ruin it, ruining it because he couldn't keep up. Or the one in which Eddie Munson lives and Steve Harrington learns that it's okay to want. Yeah. <laughs> Another excerpt summary, which we It's an adore. excerpt summary. <laughs> but it has an or. It has an or. I was going to say, but the or, as, as usual, is like, yeah. I think this or is maybe a little too open-ended, but fair. <laughs> yeah, so this uh, fic starts post-season uh, four, post-Vecna, and Steve and... And Steve is uh, at the hospital watching Eddie recover. So in this fic, uh, oh my god, I've forgotten his name, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> in this fic, uh, Steve actually pulls a dying Eddie through the portal back from the Upside Down so that he doesn't die there. Um, and mm-hmm. they are able to t- get him to the hospital and like it was a very close call, but he's still with us. Thank God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yeah. And so the first part of this fic is just uh, Steve, you know, uh, wanting to see that Eddie is okay. And like Steve kind of processing the trauma of what all they just went through. Eventually, Eddie does wake up and Steve is about to like bolt out of there. But he notices that Eddie is like really grateful that he's there. He looks really grateful to have him there. And then you're like, oh, okay. Um, And slowly and surely they start to like hang out a lot. And most at first it's like them kind of you know kind of having no one else to talk to about the shit they kind of went through um and processing all of that trauma um and then slowly but surely they become friends and eddie starts coming around the video store the family video (laughs) store that uh old family uh, video we love a family video (laughs) (laughs) that steve uh works at and during this time steve who we find out has never been with a man who is bisexual has never been with a man uh is starting to notice that he has feelings for one uh eddie munson but mm-hmm. is terrified of that <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, as the summary mentions, he knows that Eddie has, Eddie has kind of a reputation or like maybe it's just the, the public opinion of him and how he presents that, you know, he would like things rough and, you know, choking and spanking, biting, all that kind of stuff. And Steve mm-hmm. doesn't think he's able to, because of the trauma that he's gone through, he's not sure that he's able to engage in that kind of play and so in his head, he's like, so Eddie can't ever, like, I can't ever be with Eddie because I can't fulfill him, his needs in the, in that way, um, mm-hmm. is the thinking that he has. But it's very clear to everyone <laughs> that Eddie is very <laughs> clearly enamored with uh, Steve Harrington <laughs> and that Steve is obviously also enamored with him to the point that Robin at one point, like, confronts Steve <laughs> at the video store and is like, so are you ever going to say something <laughs> about it? <laughs> and Steve is like, shut up. <laughs> no, I will not. 
I live for that moment in fic. <laughs> in steady fic. I love when Robin's like, y'all are stupid. <laughs> So good. I th- and also, like, um, Robin has a quote where she says, um, it's definitely not like I know how scary it is to want something you think you don't deserve to have. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. This bitch just <laughs> dropping truths out here like that. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 And so they kind of, they've settled into this routine now where Eddie's coming over, like, basically every day and hanging out at the family video until Steve gets off work. And then uh, they'll hang out at either at steve's house usually um they'll watch a video they'll get high and then that's the evening made for them and there happens to be an evening in which it escalates a little further and there's some you know hand holding and then there's uh someone on a, someone else's lap and then there's some making out and then suddenly steve uh, harrington is horizontal on the couch with one eddie munson above him mm-hmm. um and it is very hot it's very like <laughs> yep this is great this is exactly what i'm here for <laughs> And then in in the midst, in the throes of passion, uh, if you will, <laughs> Eddie uh, puts his hand on Steve's throat to kind of, you know, there's a little, little uh, like, airplay. <laughs> that's actually an Apple thing. <laughs> <laughs> Breath play, that's the word I was looking Never for. mind, he says. <laughs> Scratch that. Can we cut that? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's dang it. <laughs> great, I love it. Yeah, so he uh, he puts his hand on Steve's throat to kind of start, you know, some play in that direction. And Steve is triggered, basically, and has a whole, like, panic attack about it. And is remembering all of the, you know, times that he's been, like, um, uh, abused, for lack of a better word, by all of the, like, demons and mm-hmm. villains of the, of the Stranger Things series up until now. And so he, like, immediately, and Eddie's immediately, to his credit, is like, oh, shit, you know, hands back. I'm, you know, so sorry, did not mean to trigger you. Mm-hmm. And Steve is, like, in tears, basically, curled up on the couch. And it's like, you know, I know that we can't ever be together because, you know, I know how you like things. And Eddie's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and hang on, let me find the actual progression because I think it's important. Oh, yeah, so um, I forgot that Steve actually, it's not just necessarily like a panic. I guess like he blacks out. He like almost passes out basically from the, as a reaction to a, to the hand on his throat. And he's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. And Eddie says, no, don't, don't apologize to me for this, Steve. You don't have to. And it was so sweet. And like Eddie's immediately like trying to like, you know, tells an inside joke or something and then Steve starts crying because he's like, oh, my God, this is the perf- most perfect man. Um, yeah. So at one point, uh, Eddie's asking, like, oh, so are you OK? And Steve's like, no, no, I am not. <laughs> and this quote, Eddie Munson says, basically, uh, oh, yeah, that's I guess I'm full of stupid questions tonight. And the quote says, and then because he's quite possibly the bravest person Steve has ever met. Can we talk about it? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> My God, I, I was like, of course, Aaron sent this. <laughs> was, was, my, was my first thought, but then B was like, that's amazing. And Eddie's basically like, you know, so what was it exactly that triggered you? Was it that, you know, was did you want me to kiss you at all? And Steve was like, well, that's a stupid question. Yeah. And Eddie's like, okay, so then what's the problem? And Steve says something to, like, is in, unable to verbalize exactly what it is. He has all this inner turmoil and he says, oh, I just don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And 
Eddie is like, oh, okay, so you are, you think, you're already thinking that I'm going to hurt you based on the stuff that you've heard from other people. Eddie immediately think it's, thinks it's like a reputation kind of a thing, where Steve yeah. is like, actually like, no, 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 I just don't like pain. <laughs> I don't right. like being like, it's not part of, it. it's a squick for me. I don't like yeah. being in pain for This is sex. a me thing. This is very yep, much exactly. a me thing. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, then they have a very open beautiful com conversation about boundaries and like eddie says okay i know the throat is a no-go what else is is not good like what do you not want me to do and i don't remember the other one actually because i think he has one more do you i do remember because it's restraints restraints that's the other one yeah, yeah. he doesn't want to be restrained ever and eddie's like okay yeah we can definitely like heard loud and clear we don't have to do those things like i want to do what my partner likes um mm -hmm. and so then eddie also offers up something that he's not comfortable with which is biting mm -hmm. he, he's like i don't like being bitten something about those demon bats <laughs> really uh really turns you off to it yeah and, and it's fair yep yeah have you seen this most recent season alan no of course not oh great <laughs> dumb question <laughs> stupid questions uh yeah that's yeah, how he but... actually dies is he gets eaten yeah. by demo bats so yeah i, I did i do like i know the i know the context <laughs> of it and i've seen the like clip yeah very sad but yeah that and that's his thing and he's like that's what i don't like and basically yeah. from then on they have just really beautiful intimacy they have like um you know they go up to steve's room and they're like exploring each other and having like sex although the actual sex is not portrayed in the fic and i feel cheated and i feel robbed and i i'm gonna i am gonna leave a very strongly worded message and the reviews <laughs> great <laughs> and then the next morning uh, comes after this like really beautiful night and they're like basically together and steve wakes up alone in his house in his bed <gasps> which he rarely ever sleeps in which i thought was really sad he's like i usually just pass out on the couch so he's yeah. he's, the, he's in his bedroom for the first time he wakes up eddie's not there and so he like looks over the edge and he's like oh maybe like his clothes are here he's in the bathroom or something clothes are not there he doesn't hear anything from the like bathroom, so he knows it's not like a shower situation, and he's just devastated. He's <laughs> crushed. He's like, I fucked it up somehow, and this Sad is boy awful. Steve. Sad boy Steve. Sad boy Steve. <laughs> yep. And then he heads downstairs, and of course, Eddie's in the kitchen, like making breakfast for them, and it's all a happy ending, and it's adorable, and I loved it. Yep. And yeah, that was the fic, and man, did I enjoy it! I had a wonderful time. I. <laughs> This is what the second Eddie Munson fic I've read for this uh -huh. show. Yes. And I have to say, this fic made me get it. I got it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right? I was like, oh shit. Hell yeah. I'm <laughs> here for it. Which is why I'm upset. <laughs> there was yeah. no sex scene. I'm just kidding, mostly. Um, <laughs> but man, I was like, ooh, it's warm in here, isn't it? <laughs> it was written very well. And uh, that, like, Oh my God! I have to read this quote. This other—that's the only other quote I pulled. Um, mm -hmm. Eddie looks him dead in the eye. No bullshit. No bullshit. Let me like you as you are, he says, as if that's not earth-shattering. And that I think is kind of the emotion, like the the through line of this fic, and that Steve is so scared of like letting people in again. Kind of what we were just talking about with the Hanahaki disease. Um, mm -hmm. is so scared to let himself want anything because he's like any number of things could happen like i'm not good enough like i could lose people like i've seen people die all of these different things and eddie's like yeah i've also seen people i care about die like i've i've been there but i still want to like i let me like you for who you are you don't have to 
pulled up any like pretentious bullshit for me like i mm-hmm. i just like you yeah. uh, makes my heart happy <laughs> no <laughs> yeah <laughs> out of curiosity because i'm about to go on a huge long rant about study what would you rate this fic just like without my input in it um let me let me take another gander I think, <laughs> you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. As I was reading this, there was parts where I was like, oh my gosh, they keep referencing like Stranger Things. <laughs> That's what <laughs> fanfic does. But yeah. <laughs> like, um, it was almost to a point that I like, I found some parts where I was like, okay, this is A, excessive, and B, un- inaccessible to me as a, like mm-hmm. someone who hasn't seen it, but I'm not the target demographic. So I was like a little like, mm. and then I got to the end and I was like, oh, I love that. And, and then I got to the other fic that we talked about last episode and I was like, okay, separate <laughs> issue. <laughs> Yeah. totally different issue yeah. no but i really 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 loved it and oh my god i am a sucker for like i don't know what it is i think it's the overwhelming feeling i've had <laughs> the last like three weeks of like leaving my office job and then just going to work somewhere that's like manual just like a flower shop a video store a bookstore just like yeah a coffee shop just something right. that doesn't require my mind to like be yeah. dying it's really appealing to me. So getting those scenes in the family video, <laughs> I was like, oh, loved kiss. it. Yep. yep. So I think overall, I would give it, uh, my heart is screaming 4.3. So I'm going to give it another 4.3. Great. Would, <laughs> knowing that you know the author of this fic, change your rating? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Does knowing that the author of this fic is on this Skype call with you. Did you write this? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You dumb whore. I'm so. I'm livid. I'm livid with you, Aaron. I'm a lip. You know what? This call's over. The podcast no. is done. <laughs> I no. hate you. How dare you? First of all. First of all, you stole my multi-year nefarious plot. I, I did. You know what? I lied. I this does change my rating. It's a one. It's a one. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb whore. <laughs> I hate you, Alan. I've been planning this for weeks. <laughs> Alan. Alan. <laughs> I. I feel betrayed. I feel. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I hate you so much. Holy shit. Holy shit, Aaron. Wow. wow. Oh, of course you knew that. Of course you pointed out that fucking user and you're like, actually. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Great. Oh, my God. What? You know what? Kudos to you for not losing it when I was like, I wanted a sex scene. <laughs> Do you have any idea how hard I was like, do you have any idea how difficult it is to write smut when you don't like sex? <laughs> oh. oh my god. Whew. Well, congratulations, Aaron. Well done. That was a great I pick. I can't believe I pulled <laughs> you this dumb off. Whore. I'm so angry with you. <laughs> so, dear listeners, here's the saga of how we got to where we are today. I bet you're wondering, who's that girl? I believe you. <laughs> so when I very first met Alan, this was at the theater that we worked at, and I was his boss. And uh, he was uh, in a group of new hires that was doing a trust exercise. 
with um, some toys that were laid out on the floor. It was basically like a battleship, but human battleship. And the trust was that you had to, like, the cohort that had just been hired had to lead each other using only their words through a maze that I had set up of toys on the floor. And so, you know, they get through all of them and they're all successful. And then at the end, I let the group lead me through the maze, but I gave them about 30 seconds to change it around. And I said, okay, change it, and then I'll close my eyes, and you can lead me through it. And however you want to do that, it's up to you. <laughs> and I'm walking through the room, right? And I'm hearing, the, you know, the <laughs> they're going, okay, take a step to the right. No, your other right. Take, like, a giant hop forward, but it has to be a hop. Like, no, no, no. Back up, like, four steps. <laughs> like, do a little jig. And it didn't yep. occur to me how weird it was <laughs> until way too late. <laughs> and then I finally take... The blindfold off my face. And there's no toys on the floor. <laughs> and Alan Gonzalez Business <laughs> tricked me during a trust exercise. Oh, man. That, that story still is so funny to me. And Here's now, here was the other here, side. <laughs> here in the year of our Lord 2022, <laughs> Alan gets his comeuppance, you bitch. <laughs> Damn. What? A round of applause, everyone. A round of applause. Here's the way that I saw that story, fellas. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I was new lies. to the area. Did not know anyone. I was like, oh, God, I don't. I, I want to make a good impression on people. And so mm-hmm. there were seven of us in a room. And then Aaron would grab us one by one, a la Hunger Games, and take us to the, <laughs> to the playing games. field. And where the, <laughs> at first Aaron and then other people, of the other apprentices were like moving us through the space. And as I was sitting waiting to be called, I was like, I bet this is just like a this is like a meta exercise and there's really nothing on the ground. And you're just supposed to be able to fully place your trust on the people that are leading you through this quote unquote maze. I was positive in my heart of hearts that that's what was happening. My turn gets up there. I get called. I get blindfolded. I go onto the room and they're like all right you want to walk forward three steps i was like okay three steps and they're like okay now turn slightly to the right or something like that and i was like okay and i was being really like loosey-goosey because again i knew in my heart of hearts there was nothing on the floor and so i like do a really large turn and my foot nudges something and i freeze and i'm like oh no there's things on the ground and so then i understood i was wrong and so then I go through it and everyone, every one of us goes through it. <laughs> Aaron very graciously is like, all right, now to show you all that, you know, trust is two-sided. I'm going to let you do it. Um, I'm going to wait outside. You, you guys have 30 seconds or whatnot. And we're like, okay. I look up. I lock eyes with the other education apprentice, which was my focus. I look I looked up. I locked eyes. And he was looking at me and just nodded. Like, because I obviously had told everyone after you we were done. And I was like, except Aaron. turns <laughs> I told all the apprentices, like, I ass. thought that's what was happening. And so <laughs> we were like, this will be fun. <laughs> and then it was. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. man. So then in earlier this summer, I fell in love with one Eddie Munson. <laughs> and I started projecting a lot of my feelings on Steve Harrington. And Steve Harrington, therefore, oh fell in love God. with Eddie Munson. <laughs> I cannot believe. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am, I am, I am equal parts livid and like just so deeply impressed. Like I want to like give you a standing ovation right now. I want to throw roses at you. Thanks. So this idea wormed its way into my brain, where I was like, Steve Harrington does not think he can be loved. 
that is like the core of who he is as a person because one of the things that happens to him earlier in stranger things is that he's in love with nancy and he thinks nancy's in love with him back and then he discovers pretty pretty horribly in that bathroom scene that like she does not love him and she's not gentle about it and Mm. that's gotta fuck you up right (laughs) so i was like what if what if we took some trauma (laughs) sprinkled in a dash of you know emotional constipation and threw eddie munson in there and like the little chaos gremlin that he is he has this reputation right like is i you can kind of go one of two ways with eddie where either he's like a super virgin which is also fair or there's also very much a fan and interpretation that like he is like he knows he's queer he's been out to himself and his family for years like or his uncle i should say that he's like been out he goes to indianapolis on the weekends and goes to like king clubs and stuff like that's who he is which can be supported by the text i think to a degree because he's in the middle scene and he's slightly older so it was like okay yeah this is the version of eddie i want to play with (laughs) and then i messaged my Mm. Oh, so you're complicit in this, my my and Caitlin are complicit. <gasps> you all have enemy. You have an enemy now. The only person who doesn't know about this is Evelyn, and that's not Evelyn a and on I Evelyn are. Well. Yeah, I just didn't find time to like talk about this with Evelyn. But I reached Evelyn, out to my and, and I was like, same team. <laughs> and I was like, my I I want to write this thing. It's really wormed in my brain. And she was like, do it, do it, do it do it literally just like five texts of do it and i was like okay so then i was like wait (laughs) what if (laughs) i send this to alan (laughs) under the guise of it being a fake thing that someone else has written i hate you (laughs) and that is what motivated me motivated me to finish (laughs) this fanfic in time (laughs) for our previous recording date of a month ago (laughs) so yeah (laughs) that's the story of how how it all got to this point. You said some lovely things about my fan fiction. Good. I'm glad. And I meant that. I know you did. Well, I think it's so obviously <laughs> it's it's a different context to talk about a thing that I wrote. And obviously I have a different interpretation of it because it's interesting. What is really fascinating is that some of the things that you pointed out as like plot points, I was like, oh, that's not really what I intended with that scene. Or like that wasn't oh, what that nice. line. Yeah, that wasn't really... That moment of, like, I think it was, like, you know, Steve, like, backs up and he's, like, oh, he's, like, the perfect man or whatever. I was, like, whoa, that's, like, not at all what I thought Steve was thinking in that moment. I, like, I thought mm. Steve was so wrapped up in his own self-hatred that, like, he couldn't even process someone caring for him through this moment. So, it's mm. fascinating that that's how that read to you. And yeah. I love that that is how that That's a really is. interesting, like, exercise in, like, author- authorial, author, authorial, yeah. author's intent. <laughs> and like our interpretations of it and yeah i'm wow i am so stoked that you felt safe enough to share that with me and the rest of the world yeah truly well i also had to make a burner uh ao3 account this is not my main ao3 account (laughs) (laughs) if you think that i went to that profile yeah there's zero bookmarks with this profile yeah that's for a reason so yeah that was also part of it is i had to put a request in for a new ao3 account like three weeks ago to make this happen (laughs) however long ago it was and yeah and post it and all that kind of stuff but um i think what i what I was really interested in, in the dynamic between the two of them, like Steve is very much my proxy, right? So like Mm. I struggle with a lot of that sort of like, this is going to be my emotional vulnerability moment. I struggle as particularly an ace person, but also somebody who just like struggles with physical touch a lot. 
I really like projected like hell on Steve in this fic <laughs> being like, well, then what do I have to offer? Right. Like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you have a relationship with someone when your needs don't align or like you're like who you are doesn't align like sitting in that sort of discomfort of it and really getting in your own head about it and then just wanting somebody to come along and be like let's talk about it (laughs) like (laughs) let's like so powerful really really powerful i like you for you and b like i got my own shit to work through we're gonna talk about this like adults (laughs) and like that was what I wanted to write. I'm sorry the sex was the sex scene was so unfulfilling for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I just wanted more. God, oh, I'm so angry. This was the fic that had that mentioned my username, of course. Yeah, I did really have to bite my tongue on that. One. <laughs> I was like, does it? Weird. Wild. Ah, funny that that happened in that fic. Was it? I think it was the Bandolin one. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Every like, ugh. I'm going back to the fic and I'm like, oh, duh, duh, duh. I was about, I knew that it was going to be a surprise to you, but there was about 10% of me that was like, he's going to, he's going to pick up on it because so much of this is so clearly a fanfic that I like. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not hard. You know, like usually you always send something that in some, I think both of us, you know, in some one way or another, we, we send things that resonate in some way with us. Yeah, that's fair. I guess part of it was that, like, there were a couple of tells that, like, I know, like, that I picked up on. Mm. Um, Mostly the, I mean, yeah, the, like, can we talk about it? The, like, communication thing. There's a line towards the end where Steve is, like, he sees an endless future laid out ahead of them. Diner dates. (laughs) I was like, yep. And, like, who doesn't love a morning after? Like, the morning after scene in general was, like, so everything that i love in fanfic just regurgitated (laughs) that i was like he's gonna probably pick up that like this has like one too many things (laughs) on the checklist of (laughs) erinisms he's gonna be suspicious (laughs) but no he was not no Uh, um it's my it might shock you to hear i don't think about your erinisms when i shock you to hear but the world does not revolve around you (laughs) no no, i just mean like i'm thinking of my list i'm like yep check check also i cannot believe you you had us in the first half here and i ain't gonna lie as as far as like steve waking up alone in bed i was like well clearly he's like in the shower or something or he's gonna like hear him like in the kitchen and then nothing i was like (gasps) well i guess not Aaron. I, i was just like author no um, yeah you really um, made me you scared me for a second i scared steve <laughs> <laughs> in, which in turn is like a, a projection of you so you scared yourself yeah really well there was a piece of me that was like okay you can make it like you know bathroom whatever but i really wanted eddie to be having a fist fight with a really overly complicated coffee pot <laughs> i just had this vision yeah. right of like eddie yep. Being somebody who, like, almost definitely drinks instant coffee, right? Like, that is who this man is. He probably heats water up on the stove and drinks instant coffee. And for him to, like, walk into the Harrington's kitchen, the Harrington's, who have the nicest of everything that they never use, having Mm -hmm. the most complicated coffee pot that the 80s can offer, (laughs) and just standing there going, shit, fuck, son of a bitch. (laughs) Like, I just want to do something nice for Steve, and I fucking can't figure it out. Like, what the shit? And I, once that image was in my brain, it had to happen. Yeah. The rest Which of the is... fic was just a vehicle for that moment. Pretty much. Well, the couch makeout scene was also very oh. prevalent in my brain. Good job. Can I tell you something that might get cut out of this episode? Yes, immediately. That's 
that initial before he freaks out that couch makeup scene yeah make that's that was my that was my basically like first makeup yes! experience <laughs> Like, I'm pulling this straight from experience. <laughs> so people in the comments were like, "That ma- them making out of the couch was like so I could like sense every minute of it." I was like, "Me too, bitch." <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Me too, bitch. <laughs> oh my like, god! Yeah. Can yeah. we also? Yeah, can we talk about like this was well received, Aaron? Like, good for you. Like, a good amount of kudos, a good amount of comments. Yeah good hits well done i was shocked so i kind of expect i was like people in the study fandom are like very voracious readers there's a very Mm -hmm. big culture right now on tiktok of sharing fic recs specifically with study like it's a very fic oriented fandom and so i was like there's a good chance that this will pick up some traction and that'll be cool but i was not expecting nearly as many as i got (laughs) which was really really fun um and i really love so you can see when people add bookmark notes if they're public mm. so some people wrote some like really nice shit in the comments and then other people made these like incredibly unhinged bookmark tags <laughs> i love that i almost like the bookmark tags like more, more. to a degree because yep. it's people's like real just like they did not think that i was gonna see it <laughs> yep what, <laughs> do you have really some of the fun. highlights do you remember any let me let me find them because <laughs> i think they're just like public in general nice so a couple of people added them to their own collections, which was really mm-hmm. sweet. So it was like, you know, steady fix I really loved or whatever. That was really nice. Um, so cute. Warm, safe, good. Gah! Do not! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Love that one. Um, where's the good one? Oh, there was one that just, like, sent me. I sent it to Caitlin because it was just so fucking funny. Finger tingles, tears in my eyes, good lord. Because <laughs> I also get uh finger tingles with really really good fix so i was like yes really damn it yeah i usually feel angst in particular in my hands whoa that's so yeah. strange i've never heard of that yeah so we'll talk about that when we talk about one but <laughs> okay oh. but it's wow. like a thing yeah it's a thing that people who are really into like the angsty stuff like sometimes that does happen where you, it's almost it's it's akin to asmr it's like a physical uh, sensation. Like a physiological response. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Interesting. So okay, I get it in my yeah. hands. Yeah. And people sometimes get it in their hands. They get it in their arms. They get it in their chest. I mostly see I'll have to pay hands. attention the next time I go through that. But I, I'm also made of, like, glass and anything breaks <laughs> me. So. Glass bones and paper skin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um. Yeah. So... <laughs> Do you want to say more nice things about my fic? Because I'm really, wow. I'm really reveling in the validation right now. I I just can't believe you pulled off a bigger plot twist than M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I hate you so much. And I'm just so in awe. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Wow. I think Thanks. we can end the show just outright. I don't think anything's going <laughs> to top this again. episode. We never have to do it again. Oh, oh my God. Man. And the no. best part is, like... If you're just tuning in for this episode only, please know that, like, this was Alan's plan to do to me. Oh, my God. I'm so angry with you. <laughs> Has been and you know for the, a long time. You also know the, the like, <laughs> listeners, you know that the the thing that would happen if I had done this is Aaron would have torn me to shreds. <laughs> and then I, I would have been like, true. Aaron, do you want to, would your rating change if you knew <laughs> the person who wrote this was on the Skype call? Just tears. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, yep. it was really fun. 
that was a fun experience for me personally. <laughs> um, I'm glad you um, recorded that. Fucking like stitch that. This needs to be a TikTok. Make this a TikTok. It's going to be. There's a reason I recorded it. <laughs> I hate you. Al, uh, um, Caitlin also demanded that I send her the recording tonight. <laughs> <laughs> of course she did. Um, Caitlin, we, you know what? We're out. We're donezo. Yeah. I can't oh, believe no. this. Remember when I was like, do you want to come over or do you want to do this over Skype? And you were like, we should probably do it over Skype. I was like, yes. <laughs> Thank God. You don't have Tried to figure to out how to cool. set up a secret camera. Uh-huh. Because I was very much like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. He'll know immediately what's going uh, on. Um, but yeah, that was really funny. Well done, yeah. Aaron. Just like all around, not Thanks. just on the like ploy, but also like, yeah, that was a really, really good fic. Um, Thanks. I thought it was, yeah so well written it was lovely i thought <laughs> i wish i'd seen some more sex but that's fine <laughs> it had okay. a couple of excessive stranger things references i can take that criticism it's fine <laughs> yeah and again once i like read a, a different fic that was like oh this is like actually inaccessible this was this was fine this was yeah. just like okay i just need to like think a little harder or like if i really want the answer to that i need to go look it up yeah um yeah, I cut a lot of lovely. references to canon <laughs> in the editing yeah. process, so it's fine. Nice. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Thanks. Yeah. I will take my 4.3. I mean, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> I do. One thing that is really annoying is that I keep going back and seeing little things that I would like to change. Yeah. And I've had to, like, really just accept that, like, it's done. Mm-hmm. I need to like walk away from it. Also, I don't know if you saw this, but the word count is exactly 9,600 words. Yeah. And that's because when I posted it, it was 9599. <laughs> and Caitlin texted me and said, What the fuck? <laughs> Add a word. <laughs> fix it. This is driving me nuts. Well, she didn't, she, she didn't tell me to fix it. She basically said, You couldn't have added one more word to make this an even number. And yep. then I went back and split out an it's to an it is. <laughs> Genius. And now Absolute it's a genius. perfect word count, and I can't change it. Well done. <laughs> yeah. And also, so but also though, I think in. it's that like, um, it's that concept that like art is never perfect. You just, as an artist, yeah. have to be okay with being like, okay, yeah. it's done, and like yeah. whatever mistakes or whatever things I wish might have been different. It's like a, it's a time capsule of what you wrote, of what you were feeling, what you were thinking at that precise moment, and I think that's yeah. wonderful. Fully and like definitely i tried to remember i was like when i read a fic i don't sit there like even for this podcast i don't sit there and nitpick each little line or whatever and try to like talk about like well i would do this different or like this phrasing is whatever Mm -hmm. this word is used too many times blah blah blah. like i would never do that like we might have criticisms of a fic but they're usually like it's not nitpicky and it's certainly not in like perpetual state um so i was like (laughs) okay no one's reading this being like you use the word languid twice (laughs) just too many times can you tell that I've used the word language twice and I know it? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, yep, I did. And so there's like moments where I like want to fix it, but I'm just like trying to like live with it being done. Because um, yeah. I am ultimately pretty proud of this. I think it's fun. It I'm, should be. I'm starting, but not committing to a not exactly sequel. Like Ooh. basically another worm crawled into my brain and I said, my... <laughs> my what should i do and she was like write it and that fic is going to be from eddie's perspective after they've been dating for a little bit and him being like basically just kind of like counting down the days until steve realizes that he can do better 
and Aww. like like loving him and being like very happy with the situation that he's in but like no like feeling like it's finite like and yeah. ha- and steve like kind of like still working through a lot of his issues like really taking umbrage with that and like struggling like being upset that that is how he would think of him um and it's strengthening their relationship and having Mm. that sort of like come apart because i think if steve's issue is that he's afraid no one can love him eddie is equally afraid that no one can love him but for different reasons yeah exactly and i feel like i find that that's that's universal i think like most people are afraid that they are unlovable yeah. or are not worthy yeah. of being loved but all for different reasons yeah um, i feel like eddie's version of that is no good thing can last oh, like yeah. i don't get good things and i don't certainly don't get to keep them so like how long until steve realizes and so that was like sort of the impetus of like okay oh my god that's gonna be a really good like companion piece that's a good duology you've just created yeah. thanks i can't wait to read it <laughs> <laughs> i'll send it to you um please do. yeah that's fun i guess i didn't really talk about steady in this other than that i'm obsessed with them. <laughs> i i think you have though <laughs> great as long as we're, we all know that that is the thing this is I the have ship a question for you answer for you daily double is is the title a lyric it is from green day no no it is from mariana cross oh. by ghost and I think probably the title of the next fic is going to be from My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so let me couple. ask you this. I've always been curious about this. Did uh-huh. you write it with that lyric in mind or did you like no. write it while listening to it? Or was it just something that afterwards you're like, this fits? And I think it like encapsulates it really well. As I was writing the fic, that song blew up on TikTok. And mm. I was like, oh, that could be interesting. So I read through the lyrics of it and just kind of landed on this line and it stuck. Um, nice. Yeah, it wasn't super intentional, and I like Ghost just in general as a band. I've listened to more mm-hmm. than just that one song, although I think that one song is a hit for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. And that line just, I think, really, to me, was really indicative of sort of Steve's whole deal, where it's like he's held up a lot of the times in canon as like Steve the Hare Harrington, cool kid from Hawkins High, like rich kid with you know parents who are gone all the time, so he can throw yeah. all these parties. And behind that is all of this, like, deep-seated trauma. And, like, it doesn't all come from the upside down, I don't think. Like, we don't ever meet his parents, but you can't possibly argue with me that they are not at least neglectful. Neglectful, right. Yeah. So, like, this sort of, like, behind all the all the glamour, all we have is bruises. All we have are bruises. It was, like, sort of a fascinating Steve Harringtonism to me. Yeah. That's great. And I feel like I, Eddie I Munson would fucking love My Chemical Romance. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd works. be right. Yeah, I think it works. I intentionally did an excerpt summary so you wouldn't pick up on it that it was <laughs> me. <laughs> it, was, it was a mystery. Oh, good. Then, actually, thanks for bringing it up. Did it have to be such a long excerpt? <laughs> I cut it. It was going to be longer. That was the cut. <laughs> I was going to make you read that the whole thing. The somebody was for me oh my god <laughs> that was that was my little joke for myself um that's yeah, hilarious no. i in k- kudos i cannot believe you didn't break once <laughs> um it helps that i'm hiding behind my microphone so you can't really see my face um fair but yeah no the summary was the worst part trying to summarize this fic was a nightmare tagging was also kind of hard but i did i came up with a couple of nice tags that i liked <laughs> <laughs> 
you can pray experience steady from my colded hands. Is that is that one of them? Like hint like, of hint of hint dom hint sub undertones. undertones. Yep. Yeah. Cause it's really like oh, this is also kind of interesting. Like you I think this was I was writing it with the intention that Steve had like heard things about Eddie that may or may not have been true. And so mm. when he goes for his throat, I wasn't thinking of it as trying for breath play right away. I was just oh. thinking like he happened to be touching him and he hit his throat and like it triggered him. So I wasn't thinking mm. of it with that intention, but like it makes sense that you would read it that way. It was just sort of another interesting moment of like, oh, yeah, that does come across differently. Yeah. To readers than it is with authorial intent. Yeah. I also think that um probably plays really well into like what the into that particular situation where Steve is like has all of these preconceived notions and i guess you know maybe i did as well or like or you were just really good at writing that at um uh, those kinds of expectations that subliminally i was also looking for them you know because that like yeah the handcuffs over the bed or whatnot i was like okay so this is like that's what this guy's jam is and i was like okay fine um yeah. and yeah you, you don't realize that you are also in steve harrington's boat where you're like oh yeah i have this preconceived notion and one of the sort of interesting things that's happened a lot in the steady fic world is that a lot of people have latched onto them in BDSM relationships of various mm. and sundry kink levels. And I wanted to play with that a little bit because I think there are a lot of really great fics about Steve sort of navigating pain play as a way to process trauma, which is totally fair, totally valid. But I was like, what, what would happen if like he really just like he knew he couldn't do that? Mm-hmm. Like he knew that that was not on the table for him and like what what does that look like in a situation with somebody who like that it has been a part of their their background before and how do you navigate that sort of discrepancy in desire or interest and it's not even to me really a discrepancy i was like in my heart of hearts eddie munson is a soda stop <laughs> yep, so, yep yeah that so which i across, loud and clear yeah and so i was like eddie doesn't really care eddie just wants to like have good sex with you and so yeah. like great <laughs> let's make this work however it works when you were like what's the other thing that steve doesn't want i was like it's bondage <laughs> it's <definitely> bondage. <laughs> uh, and i was like oh. this is hilarious um but yeah this is so fun i like don't this even know great. really where to go from here because <laughs> this is just such a fun episode that i don't want it to end but also <laughs> we definitely have to wrap this up <laughs> yep yep so, Aaron, where can people find us, find more of our beautiful voices and shenanigans? Well, you can find me on cloud nine because this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, my God. Uh, and you can I find really, Alan I'm, like, in a... deeply shook in, like, a way that I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> the revelations can... that, come, that have come out tonight. <laughs> I love this. So um, we are uh, available wherever your podcasts are, you know, are carried. We have a website. <laughs> it's theficklist.com. And then we're on Spotify, Apple, Audible, iHeartRadio, probably a bunch of other sites, SoundCloud. We are available via the Tiki Talkie the tiktok um <laughs> we have a presence on the tiktok i am gonna be fascinated to see if people from tiktok or like if our listeners like go and read my fic and the like the hit count goes up i think mm-hmm. that'll be really that'll be really funny yeah hey leave a comment uh and then yeah. tell her team alan hashtag team alan oh alan you have to leave that whole the strongly worded <laughs> comment now you have to i want it 
Yeah, I will. I absolutely will. That's great. Uh, that's going to be my what I do before bed tonight. <laughs> Perfect. Like, as soon as you said that, I was like, do it. <laughs> give, me, <laughs> give me a novel's worth of complaints. About Wait, bed. no, because then you'll know my, you'll know my, I'll do it. Can I do it anonymously? I don't know. I guess so. We'll figure it out. You're going to have to get a, you're going to have to get a burner account the way that I got a burner uh, account. <laughs> Uh, and which so, has to be different from the burner account that I eventually send you a fic with. Right, which also has to be different. Yep, yep, yep. So oh get a third email address. Uh, <laughs> it did take a couple weeks to get my burner account, so think about that. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so we're on TikTok. We're on all the social medias, Twitter, uh, mostly. We are technically on Instagram, but like for how long, though? Um, and we're on... We, <laughs> Don't go to Facebook. Check us out on Tumblr, theficklistpodcast.tumblr.com, with my co-conspirator, Caitlin, <laughs> um, who has been very kindly hiding this from Alan as well for the last month and Traitor. a half or so. Yeah. Traitor! Um, and encouraged all of my devious behaviors. <laughs> Sat next to me on a train to New York City while I wrote the sequel <laughs> in public. Uh, yeah, we're trollops. It was really fun. Um, <laughs> and let's see. What else? We if have you a website read a- now. We do have a website. It's theficklist.com. I said that at the beginning. Um, oh, well. Did you, though? <laughs> I did. I did, though. I know you can't trust me anymore, but mm, yeah. joke's on you. Trust, <laughs> trust was broken in 2016, Alan. <laughs> This was my revenge. <laughs> Whatever. I'm. I. I was like, this is the greatest day of my life. And so, if you want to read along with us, there's a Google Doc. It is linked in all of the episodes of our podcast, so you can read the fix that we are talking about, which is hilarious in this particular episode. <laughs> if you want to recommend us a fic, it can be something that you've written. Ooh. Yeah. Or something a friend has written, or just a fic that you really like. Um, there is a Google Doc that you can do that with as well. Please bear in mind that like. We got a backlog. <laughs> we are just not keeping up with. So DBD what we're going to do with all those. But you can. The form's live. It's there. Unless it's not. In which case, we took it down. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This episode exists in perpetuity. The Google Doc may not. Who knows? Yeah, who knows when you listen to this. Yep. For business inquiries, you want us to go for any business? I don't know. Uh, the fake list we do at birthday parties, bachelorette yeah. parties. <laughs> now that I've, uh, you know, <laughs> revealed all of my own sort of neuroses via Steve Harrington, maybe we could meet, you know, maybe maybe I could meet Joe Quinn. <laughs> oh my God, someone sent us to Joe Quinn. Please. I know. Joe Quinn, please come talk about your experience with fandom on this podcast for like a hot minute i have i have concerns for that man mostly just for his safety but um like boy am i in love with him and on that note (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening to another riveting episode of the ficklist (laughs) thanks everyone we can only go down from here this is the (laughs) just kidding Uh, always a pleasure Always. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.